0: Good afternoon and good evening. Welcome to episode 259 of the Player Player Podcast. Before we get started, I want to give a big thank you to the both old and new additions to our crew tuning in to listen to us do what we do. And what is that, sin. Talk
1: about video games.
0: Talk about video games. Every Thursday of every week, we gather around the virtual water cooler to discuss video games and the culture surrounding them. I'm your host, Joseph Hooper, a.k.a. The Hoop Man, along with my co-hosts, our first time caller long time listener Sin Lakpa.
1: Hey guys you know it's just so awesome to be able to get on the podcast uh you know after listening for so long I just want to say you guys do such a great job I'm a big fan I'm really proud of what you guys do and I just can't wait to see how far you guys go in life
0: All right well uh the 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 reason you were calling is cuz uh your ex wrote into the show, and uh, she says she wanted to confront you directly after you stole her credit card and didn't, uh, didn't respond to her cause. Uh, let's, let's go ahead and get uh, Tammy on the line. Tammy, Listen. go ahead and say what you need to say.
1: Listen, I don't give a damn what Tammy
0: has to say. She's a lying bitch. Oh. No, wait wait <laughs> the wait, way he wait. Said that, right? i don't think i can say that no that's, sorry Tim. that's cancelable that's cancelable offense bro I'm, I'm a
1: misogynist now really i hate women all of a sudden you call me all incel
0: oh no oh no all right well enjoy our sin on his last episode of player player bro next week no. we will have a brand friendly uh co-host uh luke lewis on the show luke lewis that's I got something to say about Luke Lewis. Oh no, no, no! Everybody <laughs> calm, everybody calm down. So today, uh, I was racking my brain. What will we talk about today? There's some games in the process of being played. I'm still working my way through Dave the Diver. I'm trying. I'm pretty close to finishing it, but I still uh, have some ways to go. So I wanted to say my final thoughts on that. Uh, final Fantasy 16 is on pause because of David the Diver. Hey, uh, and I got Viewfinder. Uh, that I need to get around to, but I don't have any discussion points on all of that. So I was like, what can we talk about? Can we talk about Activision Blizzard? Because, you know, we talked about that last week and we thought that the deal would be closed, but apparently it's extended till like, you know, October or something. What's happening with that? What's happening with that? I'm not, I'll tell you right now, whenever the deal actually closes, we're not talking about it. We're not even mentioning it. We've talked about it too many times right just replay that episode last week i'm sure all the same stuff applies all right i'm sure all the same stuff applies let's just get that mm-hmm. out of the way uh so what we are going to talk about though is i have a couple fun little topics that we can discuss i have four as of now maybe we'll have more topics uh, if we can think of them uh, as we're going uh but just you know four fun four fun little discussion points uh one spurred on by uh one Jose Rodriguez, one of our longtime friends, longtime Georgia Tech alumni who uh, basically asked us, hey, do a podcast episode on the topic you would talk about if you had to do a five hour video essay. Mm. Video games or something. So that's going to be topic number one. If uh, you were to do a video essay, if there's one game, one specific gaming topic you would talk about, what would it be and why? Oh. I think the way I would approach
1: this, you know, topic or approach a, a five-hour video essay, I want something that people haven't seen, you know. I, I can't mm. do a, f- a five-hour video essay on Ration and Clank Rift Apart, you know. Like, uh, the game came out two years ago, or Marvel Spider-Man. I want, I, I need, I, I love, I guess it's, you know, a personal thing, I love when video essays go into the, I don't really watch them that much, I'm gonna be honest with you, but at least the idea of video essays that tackle the underground, the nitty gritty things that you ain't never seen before Things you're like what the heck did they make yeah, why would you, like <laughs> yeah. hey, well, who's making this game and yeah. so for that reason ladies and gentlemen I'm going to be the one and only to make a 5 hour video essay on Tokobot, a game that I oh, have God. championed for the past couple of years now, this game means something to me growing up I had it for the PSP loved it so much, I said mom mom can I get it for Playstation 2 as well what? in what, what world she said yeah she got me the i got the <laughs> the tokobot plus on it was like okay. the basically the enhanced remastered version for playstation 2 back in the day and i was like let's go i'm here to play some more tokobot basically revamp the system or revamp the you know game updated graphics yada yada whatever that's what i would do my video essay on i feel like that would be a perfect game tell me something about tokobot right now
0: no me i yeah I you do
1: don't not. know shit Is Nobody.
0: Is that the little guy who can, who's like a little monkey that plugs into the socket or something?
1: That's Chibi Robot, bro, or Chibi uh, Robo. Chibi I don't even Robo know him, but that one he probably oh, got a video God. essay. Tokobot, <laughs> nobody knows. It's. I think that that would be the perfect one to kind of shed light on the the game, maybe bring some uh, you know popularity back to the game. Right now, I am in a Tokobot Discord server. We got oh, let's see how many that, people man. do we have. We have twenty one people. In this Discord, Can you, not, like think about that, bro.
0: How did you find this Discord, bro? I looked.
1: I looked up Tokobot Discord. I was like, I need you to be know. a part of the community. These people are dedicated to speedrunning the game, reverse engineering shit, and I'm like, whoa, that's for that's the that's the community <laughs> I want to be a part of. So I oh would love to see, or I would love to make some content related to Tokobot. That is my uh, long answer okay. to a short question.
0: Okay, okay. I'm throwing it to you, man. Uh, yeah my answer is easy i've thought about this many many times uh the topic i'm most interested in in all the video games is just xbox the rise, the fall, and the possible rise again uh now unfortunately, half of this is already done like the, the <laughs> xbox did the power on documentary uh which I actually recently watched from top to bottom like couple months ago how long i watched it it twice Uh, it's pretty long i watched it on 2x um and it's like it's like it's like eight or nine episodes okay Uh, some are like an hour long so that's like a full-on documentary but it is very interesting they talk about like the inception of the xbox and like how it got made the xbox 360 all the way up to the xbox one they don't hold any punches like, they talk about Xbox One, like, yeah, I don't know what we were thinking. Like, this is terrible. They talk about Ring and death. Uh, they talk about, like, pitching the Xbox to Bill Gates. All these, these, these different things. Um, and it's super, super interesting. Um, but, yeah, I, the reason I find the Xbox topic so interesting is uh, Microsoft was the last successful company to <clears throat> break into the game's console business and stick around. Uh, And they came in at the very last possible second. Um, If they didn't get the Xbox uh, out and and it'd be a success or like it might just be Nintendo and PlayStation today and maybe a bunch of failed. I mean, that's a that's an interesting question that I still think about today because like um, I'm like today for sure. Like who what Amazon, Google, anybody else like who's. Pushing themselves into the console market uh, to compete against um, PlayStation and Nintendo. I think the only possible uh, counterpart would be Valve uh, basically doing something like the Steam Deck and making, uh, you know, PC games more playable at home. But if Microsoft didn't succeed, if the Xbox kind of fell off, maybe somebody would have seized the opportunity to, you know, follow them up. But I... Don't know who that would have been. Um, so, yeah, I, I think it's very interesting how they slipped in there in the last second. Uh, how the Xbox 360 ended up taking off and like making them a like in the conversation of the big three. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's pretty interesting how fast all of that came crashing down with the Xbox One over almost overnight. I think that's super super interesting and. Uh, how Xbox, I think, was probably a move or two away from just being non-existent after the Xbox One generation. Um, all that, super interesting. I would love to hear even more than we got out of that documentary about like how close were we into shutting down Xbox or selling off Xbox or whatever. Uh, so that would be my video essay, for sure.
1: That's a pretty clean one. I can tell that uh, you're very passionate about it. Not as passionate about it as I am with Tokobot. No, I'm, but... I'm
0: not in no Discord, that is for yeah. sure. I'm not in no Discord. You gotta get like me. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, okay, so next question. Um, this is sparked by, I don't know if you've seen the title of the creator clip, where he basically talks about like why your kids born in 2000 or whatever, I've seen saying it, that yeah. Tupac and Biggie are their favorite rappers of all time. <laughs> like, it doesn't make any sense. Um, I agree with that sentiment full full stop. I think uh it can be applied to many things, especially gaming. All right. Yeah. I think, you know, these days gaming is still a really really young entertainment medium when you compare it to like TV and music and all that stuff. Uh And I think we're just now getting out of that period where people are like, okay, Super Mario 64 is fantastic. I love Super Mario 64. Uh, I love, uh, you know, I respect OG Zelda titles, OG Metroid, whatever. We don't need to be putting this in our, like, we don't need to be shaming people for not having this in their top 10, top blah, 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 top whatever. Who's doing this shaming? Because now I'm, I'm thinking about it, I'm like... I feel like people
1: maybe it is because of where we are currently and I'm just haven't seen any recently.
0: So you might be right, but I just feel like you're not who's really shaming? I'll tell you right now. Go to my go to my YouTube comments. You'll find some shaming. Oh. Uh, we're we'll talking we're talking about people like you're talking about Metroidvanias, and you haven't played Castlevania. I'm like first of all, bro. <laughs> Castlevania, I get it. It was like one of the pioneers, but Who's who's playing Castlevania like that nowadays? Who's playing Castlevania? Symphony of the night. I think the
1: Playstation One. I think people still play it out on.
0: Okay, what console was that on? was that? Playstation yes, one. Playstation one, exactly.
1: What are you trying to say? It's, it's
0: yeah. two thousand twenty three. I'm not playing magic? Playstation One games.
1: Play Playstation One? I'm games. not playing
0: Playstation One games,
1: alright? Oh right? my goodness. I'm
0: not I I'm playing Hollow Knight. I'm sorry. Okay, I'm playing Hollow Knight. I'm playing right. other We're It's time to move on, all right? So uh, there is shaming going on. But in the spirit of breaking out of this tradition, I'm curious. Your personal deep down inside. This might be tough because, you know, both of, you and I play a lot of games. I haven't thought about this uh, pre-this podcast too much. If you had to name, I guess Mount Rushmore is four games. If you had to name like your four games, like your founding fathers, your games that you look at, like hey, these games are my foundational Mount Rushmore. What games are you putting on there?
1: Well, so when you say foundational, I'm uh, you know the way I'm going to interpret this is like these are the ones that you know helped establish me as a gamer today. Yeah. So it. Yes. You know, not should necessarily exclude games that have come out recently, but I'm gonna go ahead and exclude you know the more I mean, recent it could.
0: game. It could, like, if you play Breath of the Wild, and you're like, yeah, this this is
1: on the rush literally board. has
0: changed everything and changed how I view games. I think you know that deserves a spot.
1: Okay, uh, do you mind if we do a back and forth? Because I've only got yeah. one off the top of my dome right now. The first game Absolutely. that popped up in the, into my head, I don't know why, but I think it really did form. Ooh, and it's kind of tough because I'm trying to pick which version or you know mm. which you know entry in the series. I'm gonna say Batman: Arkham City.
0: Oh, okay. That's, That's on the rushmore.
1: I, I think That's it one. Uh, was one. I think for the reason of it being one of the first games I completed, or I can you know vividly remember completing. I think I definitely beat uh, Arkham Asylum before it, but you know it kind of was something about the the way it set up the game you know that intro was just uh, you know iconic I was so confused and lost I was like whoa what the heck they're doing what to Bruce Wayne Why, how are they doing this What he, he's Batman they can't do that and just like it, it just shattered my little mind then all of a sudden you're going through Arkham City you're meeting all these you know old characters or you know characters of uh, Batman's life that, you know, obviously are very influential, um, all the way up to the conclusion where I'm just like, whoa, holy moly, I didn't know that we were doing stuff like this in video games. So I think that that one might have to be, yeah, it's either number one or number two. I'm i I'm thinking of it, you know, because Mount Rushmore is, a, uh, obviously, I think it's chronological in terms mm-hmm. of the presidents. I
0: mean, I don't know. It is. Well,
1: anyways, Arkham City has a spot in my okay. Mount Rushmore for sure.
0: Okay. Uh, my first one I'm putting Mass Effect two, okay, excellent. I think this was like one of like the first like premier RPG experiences that were was legitimately blowing my mind. I remember, I think Mass Effect three had been announced, so I was like, oh, I, I want to. I like it was getting great reviews or something. So I was like, oh, I guess I'll go play Mass Effect one, uh, rent from Blockbuster, and then play Mass Effect two or something like that. Uh, so I was able to play Mass Effect one and immediately jump into two. And just, like, to be able to jump into this whole different disc, this whole separate game, and, like, run it back with all the people you met in the first game. Dap them up, being like, yeah, what's up? You, know, you were on my crew. You know, shout out to all the people that died in, in Mass Effect 1. They're not here with us today. Like, just building on those relationships and just being like, man, we are truly in a role-playing experience where my experience here is going to be different pretty different than most other people's experience. And my Commander Shepard really does feel like I'm crafting the perfect crew to, to save the galaxy. So uh, Mass Effect 2, definitely, especially because it has one of the best uh, in the series in terms of like relationships and doing those character-specific missions. Mass Effect 2, definitely on the list.
1: Excellent. Um, I know you're going to hate me for this one. You're gonna hate me, but we've already we've already talked about it this episode. Tokobot, man, Tokobot (laughs) has to hit the Mount Rushmore. If it's if it's you know, I will say. I think that Tokobot. Is on my Mount Rushmore, but it could also be like, you know, the mini Mount Rushmore, like, you know, the, the, the hidden fifth hit that's on the side of, you know, Abraham Lincoln or something like that, that, you know, just okay. doesn't exist except for in my mind. Um, Tokobot, I would definitely put that on the list for the reasons I, or I guess I didn't really explain why I like the game so much, but, it, even though it didn't review too well, I think it's just one of those games that as a kid, it's just super fun to kind of have a, an action platforming game that features, you know, these cute little robots. You're able to, I think I was, my mind was blown at the time that I've had these different configurations that I can put the robots in and do different like things with them. They, they have like, they're very, uh, situational, uh, formations that you could do, which obviously, you know, today, I'm like, okay, if I were to see that, I'd be like, okay, whatever, bro, like, it doesn't mean anything, but at the time, nine years old, ten years old, this shit was blowing my mind, I'm like, I can't believe we can, I just can't believe we could do something like that, um, and then, the other thing, uh, this is obviously not, not a spoiler, but, I mean, I don't know, it's, fucking talk about who cares (laughs) cares Um, as you progress through the game you kind of unlock like ultimate moves um, which will transform your Tokobots you know there's six little mini robots then they'll just like combine together um, all you know Megazord style Uh, specifically the first super move you get is a giant he's not that giant uh, a samurai robot. So you you hop cool. on, and now your player character he hops on the back of the samurai character. You're going around with the sword You're like, bing, 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 bing. You're slicing up the bosses. You're slicing up the regular enemies. You're doing whatever the heck you want to take care of the take care of these bosses. And not to mention, this game had some was my first introduction, I think, to uh, I'd say decent puzzles. You know, they're I I think they were very baby puzzles, but at the time, like I said. They were uh, a little bit more challenging for me, and so I definitely appreciate that. So Tokobot is hitting the number... I'm going to say they're the number five spot out of the four, but it had to be mentioned.
0: Okay. Uh, My next game uh, have to include Halo 3. Mm, Um, Halo 3 changed everything for me, Um, and if I want shooters to be represented on the list, uh, Halo 3 would just barely edge out Modern Warfare 2. Um, Mm -hmm. I put hundreds of hours in the halo three uh not only playing the campaign multiple wait halo three before. or halo two uh that's a halo two originally or halo i don't know
1: oh, halo, uh, halo, I think halo, I 3, halo three halo three halo three okay
0: halo three uh, i played a lot of halo two as well but um i played the campaign countless times uh just playing it through it for the story playing through it on co-op playing through for, with skulls on finding the skulls all that Good jazz um, I played custom games hundreds of hours just doing wacky stuff uh, online doing race tracks doing zombie modes um, doing like just random obstacle courses that you download from from the the halo servers and then multiplayer itself was fantastic not only was it just competitive and mlg was hot at the time so you're studying mlg and you're trying to be as good as them trying to use the <laughs> the collapse. but there was also i think it was probably one of the apex like you know before we got to fortnite one of the apex versions of hey like you are really going to get some cool armor sets. Like I remember the Hayabusa mm. armor. You had this like samurai helmet that everybody wanted. You could have a sword on your back. There was the recon armor, which you can only get by like standing out in the community and being awarded to it, awarding it to you uh, by like from Bungie. Uh, so like every aspect of Halo was so replayable, was so fun and interesting and had so many different angles to it um like i think that was like one of the first uh multiplayer games i really just got completely sucked into so um yeah halo halo 3 i mean i got sucked into halo 2 as well but halo 3 introduced forge mode as well which changed the game a lot as well so halo 3 for sure is on the list excellent
1: nice nice um i think i'm gonna move away from So, you know, I guess this isn't really moving away from traditional games. I'm just going to go out and say it. Super Mario Galaxy 1 Mm, specifically. Um, Another game that, you know, kind of sticks out in my mind. I remember playing that game to completion being like, whoa, what the heck? This game is freaking sick. You're running around. You're jumping off of a, I, I really liked how they played with gravity throughout the entire game. You could be on, you know, one little mini planet. You jump up, do a spin move and then it flips your gravity, you know, since you're just closer to another planet and now you're on the other planet. And I'm like, what the? Once again, little me's mind was completely altered. I was like, how are we doing this in a Mario game? Mario, you're supposed to be side scrolling, brother. What are we doing? I didn't have Alrighty. the opportunity to play. Mario Sunshine, or 64, I played 64 a little bit, um, through my, uh, my cousins, but I didn't have the opportunity to play Sunshine, so I didn't get to really see that, you know, the jump from a simple, I wouldn't say it's that simple, but, you know, it's a more traditional 3D platformer there, to now we're really taking advantage of that 3D space, we're flipping your camera around, we're doing all sorts of crazy stuff, we're sending you, you know, XYZ through space, having a good old time and not to mention playing with the Wiimote was also a little fun. You spin a little stick around and yeah, just like that. That's how I was, you know, playing with my (laughs) Wiimote, spinning around, having a good old time to spin Mario. Um, So that definitely gets my number two slash three spot on Mount Rushmore.
0: Uh, next up you know just there's a lot of games I could pro- possibly add here mm-hmm. but I'm just gonna go off the top of the dome and games that have stuck with me for a long time uh, so the next game the third game on the list Kingdom Hearts mm. 2, two. Right. Okay, Kingdom two. Hearts 2 this was the, the Apex right? did you play this the first one? I played the first oh. one as well this was the Apex this was you know when everything was as good as it could have been the first one is pretty high up there as well. But Kingdom Hearts 2 just refined everything. Uh, And this was one of the first times where I was really started to get, I started really to be engaged with, like, characters and stories and just being like, oh, shoot, what is going on? Like, just being able to, like, come across not only all these Disney characters that were in Kingdom Hearts 2, like, the Tron world and, like, doing all Mm. these different things, uh, but now i'm coming across i'm learning about different you know popular gaming franchises as well like i'm seeing i saw cloud in kingdom hearts one but now we're getting like sephiroth like going crazy i mean he was in kingdom hearts one as well but uh sephiroth coming in uh Aerith, the whole crew from final fantasy 7 was in there uh and you get start getting like they own their own kingdom hearts lore little did i know that she was gonna go off the rails and ruin everything but uh you know all of the organization 13s with their hoods mm-hmm. i was like yo bro this it's clean it's crazy so it's like the perfect mix of like disney awesomeness crazy like nostalgia from that aspect and then being introduced to really cool new concepts that i was like excited to you know see follow-ups and you know within you know three or four years i was hoping to get you know great follow-ups to kingdom Hearts too we all know how that went uh but uh it went lovely it, in the moment in the moment everything was crazy and and that was like some of the apex of me like enjoying a video game
1: excellent excellent um I think my next game will have to be Minecraft hands down uh Of another formative experience here. I still remember to this day it was gifted. I got a copy gifted to me by my dear friend R but not Kelly in the discord. Um, he set me up for life, man. Let me tell you, I cannot thank him enough for putting me on the right path. I remember, you know, sitting there with Minecraft the first day. I'm just like, well, what do you do? Like, I don't, I don't get it. You know, you're sitting there, you're super confused. I didn't even know how to. I don't think, I, I didn't know, how, I didn't understand how to place blocks yet. I'm like, wait, what? Like, what is this game? I don't get it. Then it, the pieces start to fall into place. You know, you really, you realize, I remember, I still remember my first world. I made a little, like, my house was in, in the side of a cave, basically, or in the side of a mountain. I just dug a little hole and I was like, okay, yeah, this is my spot. That's what I'm going to do. And from there, I just fell in love with the game. I'm, I'm playing multiplayer servers with the boys. Um, You know, we're playing the the you know the official servers. We're doing Minecraft Hunger Games. We're doing parkour servers. Staying up late at night all throughout high school, and it's just it just had like a sort a special place. It has a special place in my heart for sure, and I think it will continue to have a special place in my heart. You know, every year, maybe every two years or so, the boys will hop back on. We all, you know, it'll be like Minecraft month. Basically, everybody will say, Oh, we're going to play Minecraft. We're going to do this. Obviously, it doesn't go too far. You know, nobody really has time for that, um, anymore, but it just the fact that we're able to just kind of hop back in, start from square one and still have virtually the same amount of fun that we were having, uh, back in 2011, 2012, when we first started. You can't beat it. You can't beat an experience like that. So Minecraft, shout out to you.
0: Nice, nice. <clears throat> I was actually considering putting Minecraft on my list uh, because I remember specifically seeing like my first introduction to Minecraft was watching X play uh, mm. on G four, and there was a viral clip of a guy who had a wooden house and he <laughs> had like a little fireplace. Oh, no, and this is like a Minecraft beta and like he like started a little fire in his fireplace and his whole house caught on fire and that clip went viral i was like what the heck like what the hell is this game and then somehow later i started playing it on my own and, you know, that's a big reason of why, like, I enjoy making YouTube videos so much. I did, like, a whole series, Minecraft series. No way. Hundred like, I think over 100 episodes where I was, like, <laughs> just starting up fresh and, like, you know, documenting my journey. I watched other YouTubers mm-hmm. do their exact thing, like, back when it was, like, literally bare bones minecraft everybody didn't know the hacks the the tricks and, and all that stuff so it was literally like you're watching somebody get placed in a random deserted location and they're just trying to figure out things they just want to survive man. they're just trying to learn the game uh and it's not like it's not like today where everybody knows everything within one day everybody knows speed runs trying to get top 30 run or whatever like in uh mm-hmm. don't don't look down or whatever they don't fall down or whatever uh, the game is only up just go up only, only up, up yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it was like a different, different type of like playthrough and experience. So Minecraft for that was awesome, but um, let's see. If I don't put Minecraft on there to keep things interesting, if I don't put Minecraft on there, what game would I put on there instead? Um, you know what? Alright, so I'll give some honorable mentions and I'll then let you give some honorable mentions. Okay. Uh, I could probably put Fallout 3 on there. I think that's probably one of my favorite RPGs of all time. Fallout 3, absolutely fantastic game. Um, I probably could put uh, um, one of the Borderlands games on there. I love those. um, OG, like co-op looter shooters or whatever. Uh, But I think... I'm going to go and put like Assassin's Creed Brotherhood on there uh, because I think that that run of like Assassin's Creed 1, Assassin's Creed 2, Brotherhood, uh, whatever, uh, like that four run uh, series... I think that was just like such an undefeated run with Altair kind of like setting the stage of like what Assassin's Creed could be. And then just like taking it up such a high notch when you get to the Ezio Chronicles and the story being so good and like the stealth gameplay being so inventive and new and exciting. Um, And obviously that game influenced so many games after that not to mention like 10 spinoffs and sequels after the uh, assassin's creed 2 franchise but mm-hmm. um every other ubisoft game and even non-ubisoft games uh kind of took that formula and ran with it um so definitely assassin's creed growing up like i was on assassin's creed every year every other year or whatever until we got to assassin's creed 3 and then i was like hmm, i don't think i like this franchise anymore Actually, that's the best one, bro. I don't think I like this franchise anymore. So that's how I'll that's how I'll lock in my top four: Assassin's Creed, uh, Two, Brotherhood. I'll say, um, Kingdom Hearts Two, Mass Effect Two, and Halo Three. A lot of sequels on there. Okay. sequels.
1: Nice, nice. I think I'll give my my my, my honorable mentions now. Uh, the infamous, uh, the first two infamous games that I played through, uh, just an amazing, I thought that was an amazing run. I didn't expect them to come back with the the PS4 versions. I tried playing, uh, I think, with a second son. Mm-hmm. Didn't click with it off-rip. I think it's a fine game, but it just didn't click with me off-rip the same way that I was able to click with uh, Cole McGrath from the mm-hmm. first two games. Um, yeah, man. I I think that was my first introduction to having a uh, karma system in a game. Uh, I was like, whoa, if I if I'm a if I'm an asshole in the game, I get different powers. Whoa! <laughs> but that still didn't sway me. I was a good little noodle. I said, look, I'm I gotta I gotta live life as a hero, not as a villain. Uh, but then I think you know, by the time I got to the second game, I was a little more you know a little I was a little more gray. I was like, yeah, we're gonna do a little bit of this, we're gonna do a little bit of that. <laughs> okay. We're just having a fun time. So uh, the infamous. First two infamous games were, were will be considered honorable mentions. I'd say the Sly series, uh, Sly Cooper series, were definitely on the honorable mentions list. Specifically, you know, I guess like with a special shout out to Sly Two. I think that uh, that was the first. That was actually the first one I played, so it has a special place to me. I think I. Didn't get a chance to finish Sly three, and I haven't played uh, the fourth Sly game. But I think Sly two is the best one. Obviously, I'm biased, but I think it's got to be the best one. So, shout okay. outs to them. And I think I will leave it at that. I'm, I think I'm going to leave Tokobot on the list uh, on the Mount Rushmore. It will um, be bumped up from the uh, fifth right. slot. It will be solidified as the fourth slot. That's crazy. So we've got uh was it Batman Arkham City. Super Mario Galaxy, Tokobot, and Minecraft. A crazy-ass list. Not going to lie to you.
0: Tokobot, a little out of place, but we'll we'll allow it.
1: It, It'll Um, slide.
0: Okay. I have two more questions. We'll see if we'll get to the fourth one. But this one, kind of like first things to come to your head. uh, Answer. What are, let's see, three sequels you legitimately want, but you know you'll never get? three sequels
1: we can't do this bro we three can't keep
0: we can't Man, keep doing it. as a caveat there is no toko okay we already okay. know toko <laughs> thank you we'll Ooh, you
1: saved me there because i for sure is about to say let's get the franchise rebooted let's get a, a couple <laughs> spinoffs throw me a mobile gotcha game in there i'll take okay. it i'll take and it we'll on. go
0: back and forth we'll go back and forth.
1: we'll go back and forth okay my first sequel game that i would like to see um i think i would t- oh wait a minute Wait. Part of me wants to say Sly, uh, but I didn't play you know, the fourth Sly. I don't know how that one really ended off. I don't know if I really need to see a fifth Sly Cooper game. Same with the the Jack and Daxter series. I didn't really play all those games. Hmm. Honestly, I might have to throw it to you to start off. I'm I'm going to have to deflect
0: a little bit. Let me think a little harder. So... I won't say that this will never happen, but I don't know. Based off of metrics, I mean, it's very unlikely that we'll see this anytime soon. Uh, and that is Prey. Prey 2. Oh, uh, you're I got so right. My Dishonored sequels, sequels, Dishonored 2 was a great sequel to Dishonored 1. I would love it as a Dishonored 3, but I don't need it. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was also Death of the Outsider, which I also played and enjoyed. Uh, so I think we're good on the Dishonored front. Prey I thought was a really really cool concept uh, and it ended off in a really interesting place and I would love to just see one more shot like in Prey with that kind of logic and that universe and see what interesting concepts can be done with that so that's that's my first one Okay,
1: I now have a first game off the top of my head uh, a game that I don't think it is even possible unless they were to go you know kind of like the reboot route or something mm-hmm. give me Hotline Miami 3
0: Okay, I want to see okay. it.
1: I, I know the you know, spoil, you care of spoilers for the second game or, no. Okay, wait. I played the second. Game. You played the second game. Okay. Yeah. The game ends. I'm pretty sure with a nuclear bomb going off. Oh, um, I don't remember that. <laughs> I think that. I believe that's what happened. Um. So I don't think you. <laughs> I just don't think any of the characters are alive anymore. But a third game featuring some sort of like you know another character kind of going through the same like crazy madness. I think would be pretty cool. Honestly, I don't understand the story of uh Hotline Miami, if I'm gonna be honest with you. I think I was sure. I was in high school when I played it. So I just yeah. saw, oh. you know, I was oh, like, oh, we're no shooting. S-
0: story." Either That's all I care about. So, okay. that's it. Cool. Uh okay. My next game uh will be a little game called Blur. All right, this is a okay, deep cut. Right, this is yeah. a deep cut. Blur was a game that I played on Xbox 360. There was a demo that came out and like the demo was active for like I don't know, like a week or two. Uh, and it was like online, it was like online multiplayer demo. And in Blur, I don't mm. even remember like what was so crazy about it. It just felt like a modern racing game and you just had all these different power-ups that really made the races like super neck neck and neck it almost felt like uh not exactly a Mario Kart, but it almost felt like a, a need for speed version of Mario Kart, essentially, where you're just mm. chucking and we're just pulling off these power ups. It doesn't feel like super skill based, like it doesn't feel like unattainable to get first every match or so. I really enjoyed that game. So that's a deep cut. Uh, but I always think about that game. always think about that demo. Uh, so shout out to Blur. Uh, I wouldn't mind a sequel to Blur. Excellent um i had
1: a game literally in my brain like i just saw it i'm pulling i'm looking at my list of old steam games and games that i was like okay i definitely want to see more of this oh where the heck did it go man where did it go what am i doing i'm letting the folks at home down Um, but instead of letting the folks at home down i will go ahead and pop up with another game off the top of my head. Give me Guacamelee 3, baby. Oh, Give me a third wait, game. Wait, that already
0: come came out. Guacamelee 2, bro. There's
1: okay. only two. Stop trying my to... My bad, my
0: bad. You're trying to
1: stifle me. I don't understand why. You're why, right, you're right. Why are we hating on my Guacamelee?
0: Bad. There's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with it.
1: Mm-mm-mm. Okay. But yeah, it needs a it needs a third game. It obviously doesn't need a third game, but you know, <laughs> it's another Metro, it'll be another Metroidvania. I love Metroidvania. I think that the humor of Guacamele was uh at least for the to- for the time, I thought it was funny. I think, you know, being a younger individual, I think now it'd be a little bit more on the cringe side. Because, you know, very uh very memey, and you know, they kinda, you know, really tapped into, you know, meme culture throughout the game. But mm-hmm. I think uh, you know if we could hit a little Guacamole Three, do a little Pickle Rick reference, you know. Okay, that's something okay. I want to see.
0: Okay. Uh, so I have two, but you know I'll go with the more less likely to get a sequel. I think, and that is, Death's Door Two. All right, you I don't think that's less I, likely to get a sequel than this other game that I was thinking. Okay, about. I don't know. I don't know. Like I hope, I really, really do hope Acid Nerve comes back in their bag, and you know we might get a Death Store too, or it could be kind of like you know what was it, Giant Souls was their first game, Titan Souls, Titan Souls, and then we went Death Store. Maybe they went, maybe they would go something completely different for the third game, Uh, but Death Store. I know people kind of was like, oh, this is like an eight it was kind of averaging an eight i had a lot of fun with death Door. i really enjoy like the character styles i really like the humor in the game i really like the story that they went with i really enjoy like the the zelda like elements the boss fights all that stuff the the music the hype the surprises all that i think Death Store was is one of my favorite underrated indie games uh, so, I really do like this. Is a game I would love to have a sequel to just to be back in that world and, and back in that like art style again. So, that's door two. Okay, I think uh, my last game here. I
1: don't know how likely this will be, and I'm hoping I'm not stealing from you. Give me Outer Wilds, too.
0: That's, that was going to be the is. other one I was going to Let's gonna end say. it right there, then. That's Outer the Wilds 2,
1: we need, the people need to see more. I I, I, know, yeah. I know a game like this, you know, you can keep it under wraps. You can, you know, let it cook, let it simmer, do what you got to do. Because it w- that game will be perfect when it comes out. Just like the first yeah. one. So
0: That one, I'm like, Really? because outer wilds is one of those games where it's like dang does lightning strike twice and it's not even twice does it strike three times because we got the dlc and the dlc and somehow struck. kept the yeah they struck that it was just as surprising as the, as the the base game so i'm like could they do they have enough in the tank to make a whole sequel that's just that has the same magic as Outer Wilds original. If they don't, then I say just don't do it. Don't do it like no I and I think they know this as well. No need to retread uh like, you know, old ground or, or with the same mechanics or anything. Clearly mm-hmm. they understand that from the DLC, but man, what I wouldn't kill to just have that experience again in a sequel. Man. Oh, I like it. I, had, I don't even know how they did it bro the way you how do you weave
1: puzzles together in such a way that like feels so seamless there was never a point where it felt broken except for you know the parts where we thought that they was like oh this might be broken they said <laughs> yeah. nah bro he we, isn't. we thought of that we thought that you would think it's broken I, I, I've never seen nothing like that man I've never seen anything like that give me it's the insane. second game wait honestly Tokobot might have to get kicked off of Mount Rushmore bro <laughs> Out of Wilds you're taking the spot Rouse baby. Outer Wilds is taking yeah. the slot. Tokobot, I'm sorry. You will get your 5-hour video essay, but <laughs> you will not get a spot on my uh on my Mount Rushmore. Just, you know, okay. last point on Outer Wilds. The fact yes. that I was not a believer of this game. You know, Oof. I I picked up the game, played, you know, an hour or two, and I'm sitting there. I'm like, I just don't get it. Yeah. You know, I don't get it. Obviously, it was because I was missing, you know, core functionality i didn't realize there was a log <laughs> that i could use to track my progress oh, log, so i'm sitting okay, here yeah. and like i'm like what, how am i supposed to remember all these things <laughs> you know some type of like matt behavior um, yeah. but once i figured that out i was locked the
0: fuck in bro I was locked Dang. in so. matt catching strays <laughs> matt always catches right. strays sorry man of course of course and he
1: cheated on outer Wilds. he has oh, to catch a stray. he has
0: to that's true that's true Anyhow. oh man okay okay well we'll get ready to wrap this episode up but I do think this last question can be a super lightning round the question is and this is not this is another question you could probably insert Tokobot in don't insert Tokobot what is the franchise mascot this dormant franchise mascot that you revive say you're Jim Ryan you're Phil Spencer you have one mascot to bring back alongside Joel Ellie Master Chief Doom Guy what franchise mask uh mascot are you bring back?
1: I think that's uh that's gotta be Sly. Ooh, I think okay. Sly needs to be he needs to come back, you know, as like you know, the way they brought a uh, stupid ass Crash Bandicoot in that suit, <laughs> talking about some oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, bring back Sly. you can have okay. a dude, you know, with a little mask on or something.
0: I don't care, bro. Have him do a backflip? Come on, son, that would I'll be a good, be good one. Uh mine? Is also fairly easy. Uh Spyro. Spyro, spyro. is my childhood master. Isn't he here? He's here, bro. Him. He's not here, bro. They gave us a remastered collection, bro. He spyro hasn't had a new game in a minute. They're still making crash right. games. Spyro has not had a new game in a minute. So I would love to have Spyro be treated like an Astrobot or treated like a, a Zelda or a Mario. Bring them back into the limelight. Have a modern take on Spyro. Do a, give them the God of War treatment where you're just revamping everything. Okay. Uh, just have them be gritty. Experience. Not necessarily. We don't need gritty Spyro, but just something new is all I'm saying. Something new. His so, wife uh, yeah. and
1: kids got taken. No, He's out for revenge.
0: Please, no. That's basically what the first game is. They stole all them eggs. Froze oh, yeah. Them, they froze all the elders. So we'll see. We'll see. Spyro, bring it back. Maybe Phil Spencer does Phil Spencer own, dude? Now, why I love how I'm saying Phil Spencer like this motherfucker literally has the rights to him himself. Spyro, who owns Spyro? Man, it's <laughs> Activision, isn't it? I could have sworn. I think so. I think you're right because Toys for Bob made the remaster. Yeah, it's com- it's That's coming back. We're getting great. a new Spy- Spyro. Uh, somebody. Google out here giving wrong answers. Uh, But yeah, it is uh, Activision. Like That is... Spyro and Crash being... If Xbox fumble this, being their two premier mascots when their current mascot is a fucking car and uh, a guy who doesn't... is not in any good games anymore. (laughs) (laughs) uh, They already fumbled Master Chief. The story... uh, The multiplayer... I still like the multiplayer Halo Infinite, but the story didn't do right by his IP in my opinion uh, didn't give yep. him the Kratos treatment Spyro and Crash y'all don't even need that level of height. you just need to put him in a goofy game, Spy- Crash 5 Spyro bring back
1: the little crossover bullshit they did I still remember when they used to they Ooh, put, I remember they used put Spyro on the orange cart and Crash on the yeah. purple cart or something like that I was yeah, like, that was man. like
0: Jimmy Timmy Power Hour it was
1: the Jimmy Timmy Power Hour of uh, 3D platformers bring that shit back bro! for a new please. generation man it don't even it don't have to be for us necessarily but bring it back for the for the for the kids look get the kids please,
0: please. all right Son. well that's it that was a fun episode not talking about any uh legal bullshit just having a fun <laughs> wholesome group of nice fun topics if you guys want other topics for us to discuss please uh join the discord player dot com slash discord links uh to everything i'm going to talk about in the description below um but thank you all for listening to Player Player. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe to us on your podcasting platform, Choice Race Five Stars on iTunes and Spotify, and tell your friends about us. Um, like I said, everything is in the description. Uh, you can donate to help support the hosting costs for the uh, year. You can join the Discord. You can follow us on social media. Speaking of social media, big shout out to Aaron Miller for the intro music. You can follow him at The Miller Child on Instagram. You can find me on social media as The Hoop Man, where the E is a three. And you can find my co host, Arsene as Pax Arsenica on Twitter and Twitch or ArseneLakpa on Instagram and with that keep gaming guys game Wait, on did folks men- did what? I mess that up do I say keep gaming I s- oh yeah you say game on
1: I say game on you say keep gaming
0: okay keep gaming folks
1: game on folks <laughs>